What's going on and welcome into Pels and Whistles presented by Bet Online right here on the Believe Network. I'm Daniel Salerson alongside Rel Myers and oh boy, that was a tough one last night for the New Orleans Pelicans following to the Miami Heat 124 to 98 and I feel like an appropriate title for this episode will be feeling the heat because some of you are melting down at this very <laughs> moment. I don't know if Rel Myers is. But we'll certainly get that answer from her in just a minute. How are you holding up this morning, Rel? Uh, I'm hot and I'm cold, you know. So at certain moments I'm melting down and other moments I'm like, well, it'll be okay. But I don't know. It's it's tough to stay on on either side of that. Now, I'm not very consistent these days, but neither are the Pelicans. So <laughs> it is what it is. So at this point, are you hot or you're cold? Which one are you at uh, right at in, the moment? This moment, I'm cold. Cold. In this moment, I'm cold. Okay, well, we'll figure out how to change that here throughout the show. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm okay. And again, I feel like after our therapy session on Tuesday, um, I don't know, maybe I'm just not as concerned only because you are missing 50 points per game in your lineup. And this is what's yeah. going to happen when you face good teams like the Miami Heat. Yes, they got stomped by the Atlanta Hawks the game before, but they're also now mm-hmm. the Hawks are on a four-game winning streak. But I'm not as concerned as some. Yes, this is what happens when you lose your two best players. Yes, some players are playing mm-hmm. roles that they're really not used to. Or, you know, again, yeah. you you lose offense, you lose defense, and you face a guy like Bam Adebayo who can do everything. This type of game is going to happen. We haven't had a lot of blowout losses this year. We've had some, but yeah, really we not haven't. to not to the you know what we saw last night against the Miami mm-hmm. Heat. So I don't know if it's just me being a homer or what it is i i just am i'm not as worried right now as some others may be and that's okay if you are because there was no nothing really positive to take away from last night's game yeah when you lose by 26 but at the same time we said you guys gotta stay above water and right now they're they're treading a little bit someone might mm-hmm. need to throw them a lifeline here in just a little bit that might be a trade but at the same time i'm not as concerned because you will get these players back hopefully eventually um we just don't know what's going on with that big toe brandon ingram we don't we um we looked terrible last night and we never stood a chance i think the most exciting play of the game was our first two points when trey got that reverse dunk Mm -hmm. and and from that point on i don't think i ever cheered as hard as that moment (laughs) and it wasn't it wasn't even like that hype of a moment it was like yeah you know let's get on the board he's he's aggressive let's do it but um you know you look up and you're down uh, eight to 16. I think Jimmy Butler got a, an and one and they went to a timeout and they came back from the timeout and suddenly we're down eight to 24. And it's like, okay, well at some point are we going to score again? Or are we, you know, we're going to catch up maybe. So I don't know. That was awful. And uh, at about the six minute mark in the third quarter, I was contemplating leaving like that. Early. Whoa. I, I was ready to be out of there. Yeah. I was like, I have a long walk back to the mm-hmm. car. I don't want to be forced to sit through this. So I, I, st- I stuck around a little longer. I didn't leave until the eight-minute mark in the fourth. <laughs> Do you ever leave games early? Never. It's been years. It's been years since I've left early. So a streak was broken last night then. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's you know who else know- got a, a streak? The freaking King Cake Baby. We're 0-2 with the baby mm. in the building. I don't, I'm telling you, I don't like it. It's a jinx. Nobody uh-huh. believes me. <laughs> When's the next time uh, those... Uh, city edition uniforms will be worn i don't know but i feel like king cake baby's gonna be there regardless i don't think yeah. they're gonna wear them on tuesday but i feel like the baby's gonna be there so tuesday and wednesday yeah you know, we might wear we might wear one of those two games but um 
the baby is just not it. It's not it. Yeah, well, I think might as well blame someone else other than the team if we're going to point fingers at anyone well, during this during well, this tough time. You um, only ask so much of the, you know, the bench guys who are being forced to start for 20 consecutive games, you know. Kudos for them to being able to play 20 consecutive games. <laughs> so, I don't know. You can only ask so much. Um, I'm trying to see which uniform we're going to wear. Okay, yeah. We do wear the City Editions on Tuesday at home. So He'll be there. Playing against the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Brandon Ingram will be back. I feel like we should do like a baby pool. You know, when people do a baby pool and they pick when's he going to be back or when the baby's going to be born? They got. We just... can put a little king cake baby on the day that we think that Brandon Ingram's coming back and the closest that, the closest oh, to man. the actual date wins. Maybe a king cake. Maybe you'll send me a king cake like you said he would. I think, um, let's see. On the, oh no, nope, I don't think so. Maybe the 23rd. I'm trying to see what day they have off or if they have consecutive days off so Brandon Ingham can practice. Um, I'm not seeing it. I don't see it on there. I don't know when he's going to be able to do that so he can play. Were you encouraged by Aaron Summers' video of him yesterday nope. shooting or no? I was not uh, because he's just <laughs> shooting. We've seen him shoot. Can he cut? Can he push off of that foot? That's the real question. We know you can shoot. You can do a quick little jump here and there, but that wasn't the issue. Even in the game when he heard it and he still played on it, that wasn't the issue. It was pushing off and closing out. So can he do that? And if he can't do that, I don't want to see the videos, especially <laughs> it was so funny because Herb caught a lot of strays in that video. Herb went one for five. And it's like, we're not even supposed to be paying attention to that. But it hurt. It, it was insult to the injury. It was salt in the wound. Well, this is a different side of you I've not seen all season long. <laughs> I feel like... The energy, the vibes in this podcast have gone sour so quickly after one a, game. I said a four-letter S word last night, and people kept quote tweeting it. They were like, I've never seen you curse before. And I was like, hey, like, come on. It's a very basic word. It's not, you know, not a big deal. But no, hey, I, was, sometimes, I, was, yeah. I was quite proud. I was quite proud of you for your usage, your vocabulary last night. Hey, it's okay to vent. Uh, and- yeah, I try to keep it clean. It's it's, it's clean. It's 99.5% clean on my page, you know? Mm. you know? It's kid-friendly. I did order the chair to put in my office for therapy sessions. So if, if you need a therapy session, you know, we can begin each game or each podcast with one and let it all out. It's a safe space here. On Pells and Whistles, besides everyone having access to this across the world. But other than that, I mean, you're, you're secret safe <laughs> with me. With anything that's going on with you and your, your Pelicans fan fandom, Rel. But I feel like this for you, you definitely are. You're not okay right now. And I'm a little I've concerned. Been through a lot. I've been through a lot, man. You know? And it's, I don't, I definitely, I still don't think, you know, the sky is falling. I'm not like super panicked. But I think something has to be done. You can't just leave things the way they are. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I it, guess. is. Is the panic button closer to your computer than it was before? Are you starting? No. Is it starting to shift a little bit closer it's, and closer to you? It's not on the desk. It's not even it's on, not the on the desk, desk yet. yet. <laughs> it's on the floor. Is it closer to your feet so your feet can hit the button if you need to? It's like uh, in the, at the threshold of the door. It's not it, not quite in the room, but it could get there quick. You know, like two weeks ago, we were still in third and we weren't losing any ground, and all of a sudden we're in fourth or tied for fourth. But um, you know, that's just where we're at and. Other teams are not losing. They're winning four games in a row. And Memphis has won 11 in a row. And Denver's won like six or seven. And I would like to win seven games in a row again someday. I think we need to be healthy for seven games in a row before we can win seven in a row. I mean, we won the seven games in a row without BI, but, you know, we yeah. had Zion for at least most of those. But um, 
I don't know. CJ can only do so much. JV can only do so much. You know, Najee's been the new, the new Najee. <laughs> He's been the, <laughs> the knife. knife, you know. Um, Billy Hernan Gomez can only do so much. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> Billy got that game, and I said, all right, you you got to give us 20 and 10, or you got to sit down and, and just Or no battery emojis afterwards. No battery emojis, no gorilla emojis, no nothing. Um, I, I feel like he got in there, and he got smacked around, and then they – put him right back on the bench and they were like That's bam it. will no do that you. to you bam's bam like will do that to you yeah bring him on yeah so i don't know if it, it says more about billy or if it says more about bam and the athlete that he is probably but probably more about bam i'll give yeah. billy that part of it yeah. but i'll cut him some slack. cut him a little <laughs> bit there but not a lot i'll cut him a little bit but we talk about <laughs> feeling the heat a little bit it seems now and again when we had the doctor on i think a lot of us at least i do understood the type of injury that Brandon's dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I feel like some are now like, all right, let's get going here. What's going on? And you know, yeah, the reports are that it. whether it's in a lot of folks are saying the balls in Brandon Ingram's court, that they're waiting on him to determine mm-hmm. whether he feels comfortable. And again, he's the only one that knows how comfortable he is. So right. I'm not going to sit here and say he should be out there right now, or he should play through it because it is a tough injury. Um, but at the same time, I feel like there are a lot of impatient fans out there. And I think a lot of people are kind of like, all right, we need you right now. Yeah. Um, do you feel like some have kind of turned their, turned the tables a little bit and kind of are getting a little frustrated with BI? Yeah. Some people definitely are. Uh, I think people are got, have gotten to the point where, um, they're like, no, just you have to play, like, you're going to have to play through it, but it's like, you know, people have different levels of like pain tolerance and you know it's also like a mental thing sometimes because you definitely don't want to hurt it again but um yeah there are some people who have very unreasonable takes about it and then there are other people who just kind of like uh yeah we'll be fine but it's like we can't keep going without both of them and you know we're still what five days away from zion's evaluation which doesn't mean he's gonna play on that day so how long do we have until he comes back um yeah, we just can't keep playing without both of them. So it's like, you know, somebody's got to play. It can't be Zion, so then it's got to be B.I. And then Herb, whether he plays or not, um, he's not going to make a huge difference on the offensive end of the floor. And he's not allowed to play defense. <laughs> so we were just really – B.I. is that uh, X factor that we're looking for, I think. One thing that we haven't talked about yet, and we, we were texting kind of back and forth within these last two days, is – the trade ideas that some people are coming up with not coming up with because there are rumors circulating that the Pelicans are interested in a couple of uh, dinosaurs from North of the border. And that is OG and an OB and Gary Trent. I don't see any dinosaurs as in their old. I mean, they I played for they the were Raptors. They, uh, yeah. Well, their team's about to be extinct here coming a few weeks because they're going to blow, blow it, up, it up maybe at the trade deadline. Blow it um, up. So we were getting, we were discussing, you know, in a trade like that, you're going to have to give up some players. Yeah. I'm not saying you're going to give up CJBI or Zion, um, but there are some other guys that could be tradable in that. And yeah. I don't see everyone has Jackson and Devonte as the two guys that are, you Always. know, everyone's willing to throw into a trade with the trade machine comes up, but I don't know if that's going to be enough in a deal to get either of those guys, yet alone both of them, if both of them come in a package deal. So we were discussing who would you be okay with saying goodbye to? Whether it's yeah. a Jose, a Trey, a Herb, 
I don't know if it, in after last night we should get into this discussion, but I was just curious <laughs> if you if you have anyone in mind or how realistic is it to get one of those guys from Toronto with um mm-hmm. and having to let go one of your some of your young talent. I I feel like yeah, people have been saying Trey, Jose, or Herb would have one of them would have to go, uh, or any combination of two of them. Um, I would hope that Trey would be the one that they would absolutely not want to let go of. Um, but then when you look at what the other guys have given us, and you know, obviously, you know, we talked about Herb isn't really giving us so much on the offensive end, um, and how his defense is kind of limited, you still kind of you still got to appreciate what herb was able to do in his his rookie campaign right um and then jose he's just like you know he's he's the energy yeah you put him in and the game instantly changes and you don't want to lose that if you don't have anybody else who's bringing that level of energy when you put them in but as far as the skill sets go trey's the one you, you have to keep um and i would think that the front office might think that way too but i don't know I've never never worked in the front office in the NBA before, <laughs> so I don't know how these things work. But for for me personally, um, if someone has to go of those three from you know our three sophomores, hopefully it's not Trey. Let me ask you this, and this is not based on my opinion or anything. This is just me coming up with the question, kind of a mm-hmm. scenario being played out here. We talked about the beginning of the year, the steps that this team is taking to get to where they want to be, and the smaller steps. They're not skipping steps. They're kind of doing things the way that sometimes small market teams need to do in order to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about potentially making a big move where some of that young talent that they were able to build through the draft and free agency, like Jose Alvarado, you may all of a sudden have to sacrifice in order to get some bigger pieces to maybe take you over the hump. Yeah. Do you feel like this is the right time for this team to make a kind of move like this? Or is this something that they're thinking about this based on the injury situation for this team? And I wouldn't say kind of jumping ahead and trying to say, oh, well, we need, you know, we're third in the East or now or West, <laughs> or now we're fourth in the West. So we need to make a move right now. Is this yeah. something that is going to, is like a building block for the next step in this phase of the Pelicans getting to where they want to be? Um, and is this the right time to make a move like this if a deal like this goes down in a few weeks? Uh, I think if, if the right deal, presents itself for what you're trying to do in the long run. I think you have to make it. Um, there's no guarantee that uh, the Pelicans window would open up and stay open for like a predetermined amount of time. Like you don't know how much time you're going to have to be able to strike. Um, especially while the West looks the way it does right now. It's like these standings, I, I don't think I would have expected the standings to look this way right. so with Sacramento sitting at third and, you know, Denver's uh, been on a, a tear lately as well as Memphis and, I don't know what Dallas has got going on, but yeah, the standings look really weird. Golden State's down there somewhere. The Clippers down there at the bottom somewhere. Um, I think you you got to do what you can when you can, and hopefully you strike gold. Um, but a lot of times people think that if you make no move, it's like the biggest mistake ever. It's like you have to make some sort of move. Otherwise, um, you're not even trying, you know, but it, there's a lot of things I'm sure that go on that we don't get to hear about. For sure. And, it's like when, when free agency opens up and, and you don't hear anything about the Pelicans for the first day or so, everyone's like, what are they doing? And it's like, well, listen, <laughs> like we're still not a free agency destination. You know, like, yeah, CJ wanted to get traded here. And then, you know, we signed him to an extension and everything, but we're still not that sort of destination where people are going to be wanting to sign up here in free agency. So it's like we either have to make some sort of blockbuster trade or 
we have to keep building through the draft. And, you know, at some point this team's going to get expensive, so it would be beneficial to build through the draft. But, you know, sometimes draft picks turn into players <laughs> and not good ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes, too, you know, we talk about why the Pelicans don't make moves, but, like, this summer they make moves because they want to keep their core. And I think that's yeah. what they wanted to build off of, especially with so many guys under kind of affordable contracts. You look at Trey on his rookie contract, Herb on his rookie contract, Jose, you locked in for a very friendly deal. And that's mm-hmm. three key pieces, one in your starting lineup. And Herb, Trey has been in the starting lineup due to the absence of Brandon Ingram. But when you're healthy, those guys are coming off the bench, but are very important pieces off the bench. So I guess mm-hmm. my thing is, is if you feel comfortable taking that risk for a move like this, that if it doesn't work out, then are you, I just don't want this team having to start back over from what they were. I'm not saying they're, they are going to, yeah. and I'm not trying to be the negative person here. I'm just more trying to go through every single scenario that could possibly happen here and figure out what is the best for this team. As far as you're right. I mean, the West is wide open right now. I know Memphis mm-hmm. is playing really good basketball. You've proven that you can beat them. You've proven you can beat Denver. Mm-hmm. Can you beat them in a seven game series? That's what we'll find out in April um, or hopefully in May. But is this roster one that you feel comfortable with going into a seven game series with, if you do get the two or three seed, or do you need that extra boost? So that when Zion and BI get back, you are locked and loaded and ready to go and and try to make a run at this thing. It's, it's weird. Cause like, I feel comfortable with the roster when we're healthy, but we can't guarantee that we're going to be healthy, you know? So it's like whoever else we can upgrade outside of our top three guys, or maybe like our top six or so. Um, I feel like we might have to, might have to do that, you know? So there's, there's guys who looked great at the beginning of the season who didn't, who haven't looked all that great, but everyone's been injured. Like Larry hasn't been himself because he's got the shoulder and he had the neck contusion and you know, who hasn't had a contusion? Jose had the rib contusion. So, um, Last night, I think uh, I think CJ took a shot in the ribs. And he I think almost Larry joined the contusion club, yeah. Someone's joining that contusion club. I don't know when the <laughs> injury report's coming out today and who's going to end up being on there being questionable with a contusion, but it's going to be somebody. And it's almost like you can you can put money on that. That's a good segue. <laughs> you can put money. Yes, you can. You can use that money to go on Bet Online. Thank you, Rel, because Bet Online <laughs> remains your number one source of all your sports betting this season, everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the bet- fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% off welcome bonus with your first deposit. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. I believe in all of y'all that you can win <laughs> some money on Bet Online. And yeah. so I believe in Rel, too, that she can bet and make some money on, as long as she's not <laughs> betting on the opposing team, like she always likes hey, to Hey, look, do. sometimes. Like, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do, you got to follow the statistics, you know? Um, lately, I haven't been doing any like money line uh, plays or anything like that. Um, and yesterday, I was trying to listen to a, uh, a space and get some, some free picks, get some free ideas. Uh, but I ended up on the phone for like an hour or so. So I missed the most of the space. And then I had to leave so we can go pregame and stuff. But um, priorities, I right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't been doing too much. I think the other night I might have bet two bucks on. Um, like a LeBron uh, rebound and assist combo. 
and he, you know, he cashed that. So I won like a dollar ninety. Very low stakes over here. You Drinks know, not, on not you very, whenever we get together. Not a very big, <laughs> you know. I bet two dollars, won a dollar ninety. Well, I won three ninety. So you know, just subtraction. But, um, yeah, I'm 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 pansy still, but I dabble <laughs> here and there. You know, <laughs> I'm on the coldest streak imaginable. So I'm eating ramen noodles <laughs> for the rest of the week and and. <laughs> going to the pawn shop just so I can make yeah. hens meet here the way I'm going. So I need to, I need to get back <laughs> and uh, I need Rell's $2 picks just so I can slowly yep. climb back up. And, and, and get... I usually don't even do that. It's usually $1 or $5, no in between, but $5, you're getting so crazy. If you do $5, <laughs> I know $5 is how much are they paying much. you on this show? I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> You don't want to know, but, um, but no, we back to like, you know, putting money on it. It's like, you can almost guarantee that someone's going to end up hurt with something and they're going to be questionable and then they're going to get downgraded to doubtful. And then we're just hobbled for, for how long, you know, and people like we knew January was going to be tough. Okay. But we didn't know in January that, you know, we'd be a week shy of BI missing two months. Um, we didn't know that, uh, Zion was going to, have the hamstring strain and be out for at least three weeks so it's like i didn't think our schedule was going to be tough this month it's just kind of like a combination of all bad things happening at the same time but well either way orlando's gotta be a win there's no it doubt about it they're not gonna they lay can... down and give it to us either so you better show up ready to play and then you head down to miami and be yeah. done with them unfortunately you're gonna be done with them Again, probably I, I don't see BI coming back by the end of this week. I mean, if, again, if it practices are not there, we don't know if yeah. he's practicing Plus or how travel. much he is. Yeah. But to travel, I mean, if you're not going to even practice, I mean, they might be practicing on Saturday. They'll probably practice today before they head out, especially because mm. what? Uh, well, Sunday's a day game, correct? Uh, I think it is. I think yeah. It's so no two... shoot around for them there in Miami, but they might practice. I mean, that's not a. They'll fly back. They'll fly from Orlando Friday night and get to yeah. Miami Friday night, and we'll see how they feel on Saturday morning. Yeah, what's going what's, to Miami what's that Friday. about? Right, getting to Miami. Miami life undefeated. Night? Yeah, that is. Oh man, I better temper my expectations now. <laughs> I better see a new you when I when we get on the podcast next week. I'm a little I disappointed. Better see a new Pelicans when we get on the podcast okay. next week. <laughs> I agree with you there. Will we? I don't know. But I'm well, allowed. We'll... We're all allowed to feel all of our feelings. Well, absolutely. I'm not <laughs> mad at you. I'm just I'm just haven't seen this side of you before. Yeah, so it's okay. It you, Frustrated it rel is a, is an okay rel. I'm I'm telling you, it's fine. <laughs> I'll allow it. It's it's not a big deal. You know, I, I think there's a lot of people in the same situation that are feeling the same way. Mm -hmm. I'm frustrated too. I'm just trying to look at it with a glass half full perspective, rainbow mm -hmm. seashells, lollipops, all those. <laughs> And saying it's going to be all right. Yeah. It's going to be all right. Your two best players are out. Mm -hmm. You're going to lose some games. Yeah. And maybe and we should I, just leave it at that. <laughs> I think I really underestimated Miami. I know they've been doing better as of late, but earlier in the season, they were very unserious, much like Brooklyn. They were an extremely unserious basketball team. Um, and now they kind of, what are they, seventh in the East, I think? So, you know, they're not like red hot or anything or white hot, as they like to say in Miami. Mm -hmm. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I think <laughs> it, we, we should have been able to at least stand a chance, and we just we just didn't. We looked bad from the jump, and once again, we got off to a slow start. What is that? Can we not do that for, mm -hmm. like, maybe two consecutive games? Not Can we be down? ready? Like, please. Do I you know never my, understand <laughs> the concept. Please. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I was going to say my friend Colleen was, uh, I was telling her last night, Willie's going to get in a press conference and he's going to say it's his job to get the team ready and he didn't get them ready and he takes responsibility. And sure enough, she tagged me in the tweet and she goes, you nailed this word yeah, for word. I, I saw like, that, yeah. Like, I've heard him say this over and over again. And so it's like, get them ready. Do what you got to do to get it done. He's got to look in the mirror and do, do what you got to do and have them ready at the beginning of the game. So we're not fighting back from down 16 halfway through the first quarter. Here's the thing. I've heard every single coach in the NBA say that. And here's the other thing. The players should be ready. It's their yeah. jobs to be ready for every basketball athletes. game. You're going out there to play basketball. It's not yeah. like you're going out there and getting ready for a huge meeting or anything else. You're going. Yeah. There's so many other situations out there. You're going out there. And I get you came back from a long road trip. But you mm -hmm. should be ready. Yep. Like, I don't. And I, again, I'm not a former athlete. I'm not a. <laughs> player the mindset is totally different it's easy you're for me to do this behind the microphone and yeah you're a million <laughs> professional but my thing is just like when you say you weren't ready that that's not always on the coach that yeah. is on the players as well to, to be like why does there have to be some kind of rah-rah speech at the beginning of a game to let's go yeah. out there and do this like don't you want to go out there and win the game or are you just going out there one game you're like you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna go stay on the side and you know, I'll be all right. My game check will come through and like, gee whiz. I don't, I don't understand that. So props to Willie for putting it on himself, but it's just as much yeah. on the players, but it's also much as your top two players are out. That's what I'm trying. Right. Yeah. That's my whole message. Like, again, you have two all-stars <laughs> out right now. If you do that oh, with yeah. any other team that has two all-stars out, you're going to get similar results. Yeah. So that everyone that's like, Oh my gosh, what is this team? Or, I can't believe this is all happening. <laughs> believe it. It's right. this is what happens when your best players are out. And the fact yeah. that you are still in third fourth place right now, like that's not a bad position to be in. If you were mm -hmm. if you underachieved to start the season and were in this situation, the panic button will be hit right next to me. But you're not <laughs> in that situation. Because right. you started off so well and you built yourself a cushion to deal with certain injuries, and you mm -hmm. I mean you always assume that. Some injuries are going to pop up. But when you have your two best players out, we talked about it. You stay afloat and you're going to be okay. You yeah. don't necessarily have to be 15 games over 500 when you have your two best players out. You're going to lose some games. And yeah. so that's where my kind of message is, is keep calm and carry on. We'll be all right. <laughs> unless you lose unless you lose to Orlando, then panic button. Boom. <laughs> but yeah. no. Gosh, really. Don't lose to Orlando. Don't go out there losing to... Houston, you know, teams like that, just just don't do it. But Larry said I it think, best. You know, if you Larry if you took away all <laughs> no, I'm saying Larry said it best yesterday. Um, took, take care say... of the business. Take care of all your business. Take yeah. care of the games that you should. <laughs> hmm. My bad. I think my Wi-Fi got us like off uh that's okay. off track for a second there. But um I think you know, if you took away all the context and you you said forty five games in, we'd be twenty six and nineteen. Would you take that? Yes or no? I think people would say yes, um, for the most part. I'd say um, hell yeah. <laughs> right and so you know we do the 10 game breakdown thing and i think in the last 10 we're three and seven but i don't track i don't keep tracking it last 10 i just go first 10 the second 10 the third 10 yeah. and so on and so forth so in this set games 41 through 45 or two and three so we need to win a couple consecutive games if we want to try to even that up at five and five but um i think uh you know, it's still fourth in the West is not terrible, especially if you've had um, a guy who's already missed 25 or so games. Um, 
who's like one of your top usage players. So yeah, once you, there's just different ways to look at it, to, to spin it into like a positive thing. Right. But that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's also easy to just be like, no, <laughs> and completely melt down. So it's, it's, I think it's really all about how you want to feel about things. You can choose to be upset or you can choose to be like, you know what, whatever. I won't let it bother me. The, the sun will shine again. <laughs> It's not shining right now in Georgia, but I will say this. When you start off 1-14 last year, you go mm. all the way and make the playoffs. When mm. everyone's goals for this year were maybe being the top six. Like, don't play in the play-in. And you're still yeah. sitting here over halfway through on track to host a playoff series. Mm. That's where my perspective is right now. And thinking mm. this could be a lot worse with the injuries. This could be us hovering around 500 and going, we might be a playing team again. Um, and so the fact that we are here right now, um, yes. Am I concerned about branding his injury? Absolutely. I mean, you would like him back. Zion still, yeah. we don't know his timetable, and he's supposed to be out right now. So I'm not really worried about Zion only because he's still in his window of being reevaluated here. Mm-hmm. Probably in the next week is the three weeks will be up here. What next week? It'll be when uh, he yeah, can be evaluated. Tuesday, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's when he can be. Again, let's keep in mind he'll be reevaluated in three weeks. It doesn't mean he's coming back right at three weeks. It'll be how was the hamstring feeling? What's the next steps of getting him back? So yeah, um, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to have the perspective of it's going to be okay. And again, my mind could change here over the weekend. You lose <laughs> these two games, yeah. and then you're like, holy cow, what's going on here? But at yep. the same time, based on everything this team has been through and where this team is at, I think the sting of such a bad loss last night is what's really triggered a lot of people. And that's okay. I get it. Yeah. So how everyone's feeling this morning at the same time, if you, if you, if the Pelicans lost last night in a really close game, in Miami, is everyone feeling like they are today? Not to that extent. No, not to that extent. And, and, and so. a loss is a loss. Like the loss still win the column, whether it's a 26 point loss or a one. So I think right. the way it happened last night is why there's a sour taste in some people's mouth, which again, I totally get, but I'm, I'm, choosing to go the route of we're going to be all right. Yeah. Put it on a shirt. We're going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> we um we have what 37 games left in the regular season. So if we want to still be a 51 team, we got to go 24 and 13 to get there. Um but my good friend Jeremy says if you expect this to be a 51 team, you have to understand that they're going to lose 32 games if you want to win 50. <laughs> so it's like all right, man. That's a good I'm, way to look at it. I like it. Then I say at the beginning of the year, they're going to lose games. They're not going to yeah. go eighty-two and zero. They're not going to go seventy-two and ten. They're probably That's not going to go sixty and twenty-two. <laughs> Luckily, we my math is still holding was on. <laughs> there was, I was hoping there was two and zero, but you know, Najee's got hands of steel, and Jordan Clarkson is very aggressive, and that's all I'll say. <laughs> we'll see. What- man, I wanted that Utah game bad. That game sucked. Yeah, we'll see. We we don't need to go. Well, the the couch is not set up yet. We are not ready to go go look at previous games. We need to, you need we Come need on. you to hang on here. What is this IKEA? How long is it going to take you to set this couch up? <laughs> as long as it takes for the show to be recorded, that's how long Man. it's going to take me. I'm not a handy person, so that's going to take me a long time, Ralph. But Jeez. again, if you want to go flashback to some other games that have triggered you, we can, we can certainly do that later on here. Um, but right now, I think this is a good time for us to say goodbye i hope everyone enjoyed the podcast even though it was a little bit different than how we usually are but hey we'll get there truthful 
It's truthful. It's truthful. And you know I... what? Speaking of truth, if we lose to these magic, the the Mo Bamba truthers are going to be running wild. I don't want that. Don't and Bobo. Yep. Don't mess Both with Bobo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just just win. Just win. I'm gonna <laughs> call you Rel Rel if we lose the Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shout out shout out to Kenneth Murphy the second. I saw him one time. He goes, "What's up, Rel Rel?" <laughs> I was like, "That's that's my name now." <laughs> Rel Rel. Well, we'll be back it. next week. Hopefully, Rel Rel and I are talking about some wins. And if not, the couch will be here for you if we win, need win. it. And we'll see whether Brandon Ingram is any closer to getting back once we get back here over the weekend. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Um, hope to see some wins from the Pelicans. Again, Orlando and Miami over the weekend. We'll be back next week to break it all down. For Rel, I'm Daniel. Thanks for listening to Pels and Whistles, presented by Bet Online right here on the Believe Network.